Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. The sun hangs heavy over the Valley of the Setting Sun. The Valley of the Setting Sun is a Scion 6th edition game set in Phoenix, Arizona, and starring Craig as Sir Nicholas, Slavek as Jesse, and Mitch as Gary. Join our heroes as they adjust to their new powers and navigate the tangled roots of the Scion community. Will our heroes be able to achieve their destinies, or will their bones be left to dry under the desert sun? You can reach out to us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM, or on Facebook at Twin Cities by Night, where you can find a link to our Discord. Where we last left off, our heroes were getting ready to go uh, searching for some trolls in an effort to find out more about Loki, who they believe was Loki and her plans. So the three of you, you sort of got your gear. Are you taking any like special precautions? Like are you bringing, like are you just bringing your normal weapons, or are you bringing something especially to on the uh, troll search? Bring a flashlight. Yeah, Sir Nicholas is probably going to get one of those like uh, dorky looking headband um, flashlights that with the little miners light hey i had those in real life Uh, so do i but uh yeah they look they look incredibly dorky but they're incredibly useful uh whatever gary's gonna grab a gopro clip it to his belt just in case all right good a trail cam with night vision since we'll be underground sir nick also fills up his jansport backpack with uh some of the gift cards that they collected for various places and bottled water and probably some like beers in there just just you know just in case jesse right. will take a canister of gasoline all right i pity the portals are to see you okay yeah you the three of you sort of head off in the direction you guys were uh, told about as you're driving you find it takes you a bit longer than usual to actually drive you it's it's a bit weird honestly especially for you jesse it's um, you almost feel like the roads they feel straight but not quite Almost like there being something stretching them out ever so slightly, and so then you you get to your destination, and it's similar to like where you uh, met Father Chupacabra. It's another like huge storm drain area. You see, it goes like there's like a, a canal that runs through the city, actually, where a lot of, a lot of water goes through, and one little uh, offset shoot from it that goes deeper underground. You see, it's like a concrete tunnel-ish. So the three of you are standing there at the entrance to this you know concrete tunnel. You have the uh, canal behind you. What are you guys doing? Uh, so what's our plan here? Um, we just going to go in, we find a troll, then what? Well, Gary's going to call up his guys and let them know where he is, just in case he <laughs> loses service. They they, they talk back, yeah, uh, now concrete doesn't really block your phone signals. It's magic. I'd rather be careful. If I don't text you guys in five every five minutes or so, just show up and find me. If they agree. Yeah, walk in. Talk to the troll, and yeah, that's it. Just see if he saw Loki. I mean, maybe we can, like, I don't know. Let's just wing it. Sir Nicholas shrugs and realizes that that's probably the plan that's worked for the trio the best so far. Yeah. All right, so I take you guys that go in. Yeah, just is going to take point. I don't know how sort of wide the tunnel is it's it's not quite as big as the as the previous one was. let's say it's about like uh you know easily three people could stand shoulder to shoulder and walk through it okay and so yeah you get walk in and occasionally you do see like shafts of light from there like uh 
you know, like street, like drainage ditches would be going through. It's pretty much pitch black aside from that, though. As you get deeper in, the uh, drainage entrances sort of like stop, just start, uh, the gaps between them start growing wider and wider. And eventually they just stop. And so now it's, aside from your flashlight, it is pitch black down there. You start to see, you know, like almost like little vines and roots starting to peek through the walls and the ceilings. The air starts to feel more damp. And even, and even though, you, and the heat, and you're starting to really feel the heat now because the humidity is much higher now. So it is very hot and humid down there. And so give me a, a cunning and I'd say maybe subterfuge or to see if someone's taking up on you. All right, all right, all right. Actually, I got either subterfuge or survival. Which one's either one's higher? Okay. All right. Two successes for Jesse. Uh, surprisingly, Nicholas has four successes. All right. Four successes for Gary as well. One sneaking up on us. All right. So with four successes, I'll, actually, I'll say that. Uh, so yeah, you definitely you you exceed in your role. So both. So yeah, you notice everything, and to, and I'll give you. I'll let you ask one other additional question. Both of you definitely realize that there is something following you. It's trying its best, but and you definitely can tell it's pretty good at it. But you can definitely tell about it. And so you, both of you can ask me one question each. Okay, is so it, Nicholas. Does it, do we, does it have like a supernatural aura to it, or does it seem more of a mortal or animal threat? It definitely, it feels it like it moves too oddly for it to be natural. It's too big for it to that. All right, Gary? What would be the best way to get it to expose its presence? All right, so with that... Okay, with that, you have to like sort of uh, position yourself so that you notice that there are several like only like offshoots, like smaller tunnels that be like you know about you have to like crouch down and like to get into. So you could sort of sort of try like you know go down one of those and see if you can like leap, like you know try to ha- have it follow you. So like you know one person will go in into like the, the smaller tunnel and then like two people behind him would like you know, ambush him when he tries to follow. I guess I can't uh, since Jesse's leading, um, like try to meet Gary's eyes and then just kind of nod off of the corner and just take the one to the left. And then I'll just like turn, like I'll take the corner like nonchalantly. And then once I pass the, uh, the opening, I'll turn around and wait for it. I would also like to use my keen eyed predator knack. All right. And ask how many hostile enemies are present. All right. Yeah. With that, you, you know, it's just one. Okay. So it's a hostile thing that's tracking us. Okay. Well, it's, I don't know if ho- it's, hostile i don't really know if you would know that so yeah i'm um, so I'll, I'll let you it's you, you get the feeling it's sort of hostile okay i don't know if it really would allow you to do that but i'm gonna cheat and just say you could do it anyway all right so if i got that correctly then sir nick is ducking down into one of those side branches is right. there is there one opposite him that gary can duck into uh i'll say yeah all right gary will do that and he'll keep an eye on the central shaft or tunnel i guess so you're just letting Jesse walk on forward without <laughs> Well, I want to keep an eye on him, and if the thing goes in behind him, I'm going to go in behind the thing. All right, yeah. Yeah, same. Sir Nick um, silently draws his sword. All right, so yeah, Jesse, you continue walking on, um, oblivious to you know what's going on behind you. You're just you know concentrating on the uh, the darkness around you, and then you know the next thing you know, you feel like something's breathing from behind you. You turn around and there's this huge, like six foot tall, like huge, hairy, very big muscles thing with like, you see like this huge, like square teeth just breathing in your face. 
And so the two of you both are, you turn out, yeah, you see this figure too, illuminated. It's, you know, it's got like so, sort of like a leather sort of like rag sort of slung over it. There's a little tail like trailing behind it. Cernic's going to pop out and with his sword, he's going to like use the power to invoke his fear passion and he'll shout, have at ye. All right. And Gary will pop out. As soon as he hears have at ye, he's going to be like, oh, <laughs> and just face palm. All right. I don't think you don't. Know, you know, I'm just gonna say, yeah. You don't have to roll for that. The thing immediately once you say the have at the end and you use your power, you you see it like leaps back against the wall. It just starts like tries to run away immediately once Nick uh, popped out. Does it look troll like? Uh, you see some pictures online stuff. Yeah, it kind of looks like what your a troll looks like. Gadget. All right. So yeah, now it is running away full sprint. Can we intercept it? Like yes. Give me a dexterity and athletics roll. Does my specialty of fleeing fit here? Oh my god, I have the same specialty, except it's called running away from me. I'll say yes. Nice. Alright, so I guess two successes, thanks to specialty. Same for Sir Nicholas, it looks like. Gary's, if he gets up close enough, if Gary can get close enough, can he use dexterity and close combat to try to trip it? Yes, but you would have to like athletics and uh, dexterity to get up to it first. You're not, it's like, okay. it's, it has a lead on you for right now. All right. All right. Two successes to catch up to it. All right. So, yeah, with all of you having two successes enough, that's enough for you to, like, you would, it tries to, like, you know, sort of rush past uh, Jesse, but then, like, the three of you sort of, like, close in on it and sort of pin it between the three of you. And you, it's clear, it, it is clearly, like, you know, back against the wall. It just, just starts, what do you want? What do you want? We just have a couple of questions for you. We'll even pay you for your time. Got no, you no answer, no questions. Fully. Nope, nope, not answer questions. Nope. I sort of show him a gift card. This could be yours. <laughs> Was, but, oh, mm, mm, mm. It, You see, like, it looks, looks down. It looks, it looks conflicted for a moment. Just like, God, our father, I'll dig it a father. He, he knows how to, he knows, he knows stuff. Can you bring me to him? Yep, yep, yep. Just follow. I'll, I'll lead. All right. Keep your eyes out. All right. So, yeah, the troll leads you further down the tunnels. It takes more turns than you feel there should be. Like, it starts, like, sort of, the tunnel almost seems to, like, start branching off in weird ways. Like, at one point, you go up and then down. You almost feel at one point you have to, like, if, if, if you feel like you should have gone in, like, a complete circle, but then you, you don't find yourself where you have started. So that eventually you find that the concrete sort of fades away to, like, just dirt and like more you know see you see more roots and various like vines and stuff started growing on the walls and the ceiling and that and the floor is like no longer it's just dirt now so yeah the troll leads you on and de- and when it turns the corner there's like this you see like a like a cave almost like a little cavern and it's covered like you know some bits of like old newspapers stolen you know clothing you see a couple like uh, like bits of TVs disassembled here and there, and so and in the middle of it, you see like this huge like he's like eight foot tall easily, maybe nine foot, like like just a bigger version of the thing you saw of the troll leading you. And so it, it turns and you see that you see like a, it's got like a huge face, you know, big nose, like just a huge mouth again, just like huge grayish like like square teeth it, it looks at you and it sees the uh, smaller one it just and as soon as it gets with an armory it just smacks the smaller troll in the head which sends it like tumbling to the ground jesse laughs dumb boy oh. 
All right. What you want? <clears throat> We've got a couple questions for you. All right. They do, it turns to the smaller troll. Listen up, boy. You learn trade, not just sneak. You'd be smart. Got to trade. Humans, they ain't always just human. You see, it takes a very, very large sniffs, and it looks at you, Jesse, specifically. It's like giant blood in him. Always remember from that. Be respectful. Right. Uh, I sort of hand one of the gift cards that I promised to the smaller troll. You see, like it takes and like it's, it almost looks like a like a tic tac in its hands. It just sort of like turns it over in its fingers. It's like, okay, good trade. What you want? I sort of turn. Gary, you want to do this? I can, but I, I got the feeling he would respect you more. What with the giant's blood and all that. Fair and enough. right as you say that, the uh, giant, the the troll sniffs again. Hmm. Acer. Blood. Something else. Something. What? Very, very. You know, it just it's just sniffing and looking at the, between the three of you, and you feel you feel like it's got a pretty good handle, like you know where you guys are, like your divine heritage. Uh, Nick will lift his armpit and sniff himself just to see if he can try figure it out, but you don't get anything. It's <laughs> just just axe body spray. <laughs> oh gosh, I thought we removed that or replaced that. I mean, what should I roll to get a uh, sort of an emotional read on this guy? Because my empathy specialty is subtle cues. So I want to see if I can figure out like what his response is to each of us. Okay. I'd say that's cunning and empathy. All right. Two successes. Okay. Yeah. With two, you, you, even though it's a very difficult tell, it's a bit strange because you know, the face is very different than a person's, but you could definitely tell it's. It looks at Jesse. It's sort of almost like this weird respect thing. And then it looks at uh, you, Gary. It's almost like this wariness. Like it recognizes your scent and it has a bit of a history with that. And then when it looks at, you know, Sir Nicholas, it's just like, hmm, that's that's different. My name's Jesse. All right. Jesse Halverson. Uh, what's your name? Uh, Thrall. Thrall. Okay. Well, Thrall, we've been tricked by Loki a couple days ago, and we want to find him. Mm. And we were thinking we need someone wise like you mm. to tell us where he is. Well, of course, trade for your information. And Sir mm. Nicholas opens his backpack and pulls out an iTunes gift card. I assume there's like several in there. <laughs> yeah, but uh, assuming once when he demands uh, more, he'll produce more. But I kind of have an idea that... Um, with the with this gift card things, um, like not just an amount on one is valuable, but like that there's multiple different types of deals and transactions of different companies um, probably has its own innate value to it. So basically, variety is better than just amount. Yeah, like even if it's like a half used gift card, having that plus another one might be like better than just like one with a larger amount, maybe. All right, so yeah, Thrall looks it's like. Mm. I know Loki. Smells female. Came to me for job. Yeah, that was him. Or her. Right. She was him. <laughs> Don't know where she is. Strange places above ground. Out in sun. I'm sure, but maybe you've heard something, some plans, anything. Yeah. She looking. Looking for what? Maze maker. What's that? You see it's sort of like it looks a bit thoughtful for a second. It's like thing from Far away, makes mazes, makes places bigger. 
out of character, are we aware of like the legend of the Minotaur? I'd say give me if you give me an intellect and a coal or culture. (laughs) Oh no! Why do you have to play Jesse like this? Well, it's your fault for not paying attention in school. (laughs) Success, one success. Intellect and culture, you said. Yeah. Okay. That might be a botch. That is a botch. All Uh, right. At least least got some momentum. (laughs) One success for Gary. All right, so with the bots, you started on the Icarus. You, you you have no idea. You think maybe it's like a dragon or something because they have like big layers or something. And as for uh, Gary and Jesse, you you both think Maze Maker it's is Minotaur maybe because just because Maze Minotaur they're sort of like linked together. So then Thrall continues. Yeah, she wants Maze Maker. Humans have Maze Maker. Bring it here. They hide like it. Humans. Humans don't like. Big human. No, 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 not human. Big, bigger. Don't like bigger. They, they want things for humans. Okay. Do you have anything else you can tell us? How did the humans look? Hmm. Can show you. Know their tunnels. Oh, they're here. Know how to get to tunnels. That'd be good. Sir, father, troll. These tunnels, by chance, did they have this marking on them? And Sir Nicholas in the dirt will kind of draw the symbol that they that he saw on some of the deist, summer, deist tunnels? Mm, yes. Humans don't like bigger. Uh, Sir Nicholas will nod um, and say they're deists. Great. Well, I think we got what we came here for, sort of. I look at Gary. I look at Sir Nicholas. Gary nods. Father Troll, do you possibly know what Loki could want with the Maze Maker? No. Want Maze Maker to make maze. What Maze Maker do? Hard to find, hard to travel through. Not even, not even easy for me. Hard for all. Thank you, Father Troll. <clears throat> right, Nicholas, pay the good troll. Sir Nicholas will plunge his hand into the, his backpack and come up with a, a nice fistful of gift cards and pro- and like offer them to the troll. It takes them, you know, and like the you just drop them into like its hand. It they just look you know almost puny in its hand. All right, let's go see that tunnel of theirs. Very well. So, and as you th- see Thrall sort of get up and just sort of like lumber out towards the thing. Before he leaves, he turns back to the small one. Just, boy, stay, behave, no eat. Gary's going to make sure he has a GPS signal going to his guys as they go through the tunnels. He's also going to text his dad. You know anything about a, a maze maker that Loki might be interested in? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Okay, so yeah, you, you get a text back from your uh, bodyguards. Yeah, no problem for that. You do, and after a few moments, you do get a text back from Heimdall. It just says something like, you know, Maze Maker, Minotaur. Then it says, very, it's, you know, it'd be very good for an escape to block someone off or, you know, to distract others while Loki makes their escape or something. It's one thing to do whatever, to do a scheme, another thing to get away with it. So he, he, the plans of Loki are many and, Oftentimes contradictory. So who knows? So it's an escape route, comma, or a trap? Question mark. Potential. Could be a a trap to occupy any pursuers. Either way, if Loki wants it, not good. Fucking Loki, period. Indeed. Before um, they leave the chamber, uh, Sir Nicholas will take his shoe and kind of scuff out the Dia symbol. No, No sense leaving that around in case it had some power. All right. So the... Thrall leads you on 
and you again you go back to like the winding tunnels and things, and then you you get back to like the you get back to like the concrete tunnel you were in at first. And then it leads you off deeper in, and then you notice, especially you, Jess, you sort of feel like there's this weird, almost like the tunnel itself is like being bent in weird ways. Even though if you walk in a straight line, it somehow feels like you're walking up a hill or like down a hill or something, or like you feel like you feel like you should make a turn at some point, but even though there's no entrance, and and eventually the further in you get, it almost feels like you feel disoriented. And except it wasn't for a thrall leading you, you feel like it would be easy for you to get lost. And then you eventually thrall leads points you like to several tunnels and just go through here. Maze maker deeper inside can't lead you. Not maze maker. Yeah, that seems safe. They, they, you see, it just looks at you and just shakes its head. Safe. What's safe? Why safe? Gary's gonna pull up his eyegaller maps to see where he is. So yeah, you don't, you don't get a map of the tunnels. Unfortunately, you do find you, you are so, you guys are some. It's. I imagine it like pings me to somewhere above ground. Yeah, and even then, it's kind of odd. It's like you—it says like you're you're somewhere like downtown Phoenix, but then it says like you know maybe you're like five feet to the left, five feet to the right, up down. It's like it's it's on you, but it's a little bit unsure. Like it says recalculating, and it pings in Anaheim for a few seconds. Yes. So we're still mostly in the world, but not entirely. Okay. Yeah. Yes, that's that's going to be my guess. Do I sense any portals to Axis Mundi? Uh, no, you felt that when you went to the trolls place, but mm-hmm. here it's not. It's more like the the place itself is being distorted. Okay, okay. So I'm going to try to use my knack, keen-eyed predator. All right. So what I'd want to roll is, I guess it'd be. Cunning plus, I guess, subterfuge, same as we rolled back then. All right. And depending on that, I get to ask a couple questions about the place. Just the dice. There we go. And I fail. So, never mind. Yeah, you, you don't know if there's anything unusual about the tunnel, aside from the uh, previously described. All right, so yeah, Thrall heads heads back off to his place, leaving you, with the, leaving you three, you know, at the... Uh, before the maze maker's tunnels, do you head on in or what do you do? Well, if this is an actual maze, then if we just keep our hand on the left side wall, we'll eventually get out on the other end. Unless the maze shifts. And right as you say that, you see like, you look you, you look down like one of the hallways of the tunnel. You see like, what looks like the wall opens for a second, leading to like a new uh, passageway. Oh, there goes my plan. <laughs> So you see, you see, you see a maze before you. What are you guys doing? You. I'm not sure if my purview of journeys will help me much here. It can actually. Yeah. But then you'd probably have to spend some legend. Oh, spend legend. That'd be hard. We'll see. I mean, if we get lost, we can always try it. Can right. I use? Can I use my knack a warning to sense danger as it emerges? Like activate that so we'd have an, a heads up on a trap or ambush. Yeah, I think maybe. Does it say like whether or not you have can do it? Is it only like a stationary place, or can you do it on the move? Does it say? I'm thinking that I just declare I want to activate it, and if you think I need to make a roll, let me know. Uh, okay, I'll say yeah, you can activate it. Yeah. Okay. So if I declare this maze maker my target, can I then use my knack worrying hound to try to track them down? I'll say yes. 
for this. Okay. So I'm hunting him. So that gives me a plus two enhancement. So and I yeah. always have some idea of where they have gone. You can't use the other one where like you just know where he is. You have to actually see him for that one. Uh oh, always there. Yeah. yeah that one yeah. you can only use for people you actually have met before. Yeah, I, I reread that one just to be sure. So yeah, I would like to start using Worrying Hound to track this guy down. It's easier for you to it's almost like you have a feeling that it's that the that the it's somewhere ahead of you. You know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll hand uh, Gary a guitar pick and just say, "Hey, hold on to this for a minute." Okay. Bring out, bring out all the powers now. Oh yeah. Well, if I if I um if I'm protecting my charge, then I don't have to pay the cost. Yeah, that, that I'll take that. Yeah. This is uh probably as me- as uh, system heavy as we get in Scion. Gary will just strum air guitar to himself as he walks down the tunnels. All of you, I'd say, give me. A cunning and either survival or a survival to see how well you can navigate the uh, tunnels. Okay. They need some better skills in this game. They're a bit too specific. One success for, for Gary. For everyone. All right. So, yeah, with one success, you definitely, you, you definitely uh, Gary, you definitely feel like you're, get, you're going in the right direction, but it's slow going for now just because you, you're like sort of creeping along at a slower pace. Have we been going at this for at least an hour? By this point, I'd say yes. Uh, Sir Nicholas will reach into his bag and pull out um, some beers and pass them out and then <laughs> keep walking. Hell yeah. All right. So, yeah, you, you get that done. And give me the same roll again. Here we go. Five dice for Jesse. Two successes. Just the one for Nick. Remind me, what does enhancement do again? It gives you a bo- uh, bonus success. If okay. you already succeed. Yes. Okay. So I need to add that into my uh, my rolls then. So that first one would have been three with the two enhancement. Ah. And this one would also be a three. Yeah, with this one, you definitely you have a much better, like you get further in, even though like you, it's definitely, if you tried to like explain how you knew where you were going, it, you'd not be able to tell. It's just like a left or right, down this way, up this hill. It's, it's bizarre by this point. And all of you could definitely feel like if it wasn't for Gary, you you it like you have no idea how you got where you are, and except you just you just know that you are going in the right direction, and you you start seeing like more of the deist symbols around the place. You start you start seeing like maybe some you, as you put your beers down, you see like old food wrappers occasionally here and there, and eventually you find yourselves like going down this tunnel. You start seeing lights strung up, like old like camping lights, you know, like with like a like nailed to the wall and stuff or hanging on hooks sir nicholas will turn off his headlamp if it's no longer needed so he doesn't give himself away all right yeah and so the yeah the, the further in you go the, the better like the illuminate the lights get and you, you start hearing noises gary's making sure his gopro is still on and he's texting updates to his guys still they, t- they tell you that yeah they're they're behind you but it's slow going it to points because it's 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 a strange place you can definitely tell like there's you know, magic in the air working on the tunnels and so all three of you you sort of like get closer to like the tunnel opens up into like this sort of almost like a almost like a subway station but you know there are no subway stations of, at, at all in arizona gary's gonna check his gps all right yeah now it's like it's not quite it's almost like you're layered almost you you see like two dots sort of almost like you see like one dot in arizona and one dot and somewhere it says like new york ish 
Sir Nicholas will pull out his phone and check his GPS and see and compare it. It, it just constantly says recalculating and recalculating and recalculating and recalculating. I should have used ways. So we're magically both in Arizona and New York. This is kind of cool, guys. Uh, I got no idea how that works. Uh, it just does. Let's let's roll with that. It's a good explanation for now. Yeah, sure. Let's. Uh, got any? Uh, do you have some more beer, Nick? Uh, Sir Nick is already uh, pulling a, uh, another can out for Jesse, and he's cracking one for himself as well. Never uh, drank in two places at once before. Hell yeah! Cheers to that. Clink. So yeah, the three of you, you have your beers, then you continue on. And you, you at least you start, you know, you start seeing movement around. Do the three of you hide? Yeah, definitely try to hide in like shadows or something. Yeah, you like you like the three of you like you know duck down and like sort of find yourself like on like a, some train track. So you definitely felt like weren't really quite there before, but now they are. And so yeah, you like hide behind like some pillars and uh, in the corner. Sort of like we kind of phased more into an, one area than the other. Kinda, yeah. It's almost like a holographic image is like overlaid. That you know, there's like this weird tunnel place, and then there's almost like this the image of like the subway station. It's like almost like overlaid on top of it, and it's not just like a just a simple like you know train track and a you know platform. It's it's bigger than that. It's almost like uh, you know there would be uh, the tracks at the there are several layers, several rows of tracks. Uh, Sir Nick is going to look down one end of what he assumes a tunnel will soon be, and just. Take a good look each, each direction. Make sure there's not like a, a big oncoming light coming towards them. No, there are, are no trains you hear or see. Uh, that's good. Um, Nick uh, kind of thumbs his uh, sword's pommel to ease away from some of his nerves. All right. So yeah, looking around, you you see like a, a small group of people walking around. You you hear them talking amongst themselves, and and you still you see like painted on some of the walls and places is a symbol of the D, of the uh, deicides. You see, like a group of people that are like uh, standing near like the uh, train tracks, and they you see they like hop down like the tunnel. They start going off in a direction away away from you. Gary, how close are we to the maze maker? And Gary will kind of do do what he can to judge the distance with his knack. All right, so for that, I'd say give me a. I'd say actually give me an intellect and a cult. And add, you can add your uh, legend to this roll. All right. Remember, you got momentum. With the enhancements, that's three successes. All right. So with that, you definitely tell you are you are close now. That it's you feel you look up to like a like a platform with some stairs leading upwards. You feel it's more in that direction. Do you share this with the group? Yep, we're close up there. So Nick's gonna kind of look around and judge kind of like the people that are milling about do any of them seem like they're like looking for our group or particularly uh like on guard hostile? yeah or on guard yeah no no the, none of them are on guard at all they look completely calm and relaxed are they like wearing any sort of like uniform or clothes similar to some of the decides or yeah you, you definitely see like some people like wearing suits similar to like the one you saw the group a couple days ago and you do see like some of them. You do see, some of them are armed with like you know, a couple of them have like you know guns. Or, like, one person has some kind of uh, battle axe. I'm going to uh, use keen-eyed predator. I'll spend the free question on how many hostile enemies are present, and then I'd like to roll. What should my next skill be? For this one, I'd say it would be cunning and 
I'd accept either subterfuge or survival. All right. Go with subterfuge. So that's three successes. All right. So, yeah, with the first one, you definitely tell, like, there are, like, at least a couple of dozen people. But, you know, they're, like, all around the place. Okay. And so you've got three successes. So what are your questions? Who is the biggest threat? You feel like the biggest threat is the maze maker, actually. Okay. What is the safest way in to the maze maker? So you definitely feel like there's like this path that will lead you to there between like several groups of like hostiles. And what kind of hazards are present aside from the obvious? So with the, you definitely feel like you know obviously there are the the armed people, and you see like there is some fire, like you know, cooking fires or something. There are some like gas cans of propane that are in the area, and you definitely feel like. There is some places like uh, things of magic in the in the area. You can't really tell what they do, but you definitely tell that there is. You can feel the aura of them. Okay, I keep forgetting this. How many guys do I have? You have eight because you had nine, but then Jesse killed one. That's right. Then I gotta get a new recruit in. So I'll text my guys and ask how far behind me they are. Uh, they tell you, you know, like they're half about you know twenty to half hour away. It's they're they're following you because of like their bond with you. But it's still like it's having to work against the magic of the maze maker. All right, damn. You could wait. Yeah, I think that might be the ideal situation because that way we can even up the numbers a bit, maybe distract the uh, the guys. Unless we trust our ability to sneak through. I kind of like those odds. We're not exactly subtle. You're not exactly subtle. <laughs> I have had to sneak past one too many husbands and wives. <laughs> I've broken into too many places to not be subtle. I broke into places with Jesse. <laughs> to sneak or not to sneak? That is the question. Jesse is always for sneaking. Hey, Jesse, what does your snake think? Oh, yeah, that is a good question. Gander. What? I seek your advice. Should we wait or should we try to get past? I say wait. You three are mighty indeed. But I do not know if you are truly ready to cut your way through dozens of men. Right. Gunner said we have to go. <laughs> uh, I wanted to sort of showcase the audacity. The noise. All right. You sure? I think we're pretty well hidden here. Yeah. What language was Jormungandr speaking? And is Jesse the only one that can hear him? I, I assume he was just whispering into my ear. Yeah. I think we established that it, it speaks English. It just doesn't really doesn't really cared enough to talk loud enough for all of you to hear. All right, so yeah, Jesse says going forward, what do you guys think? It's sneaking time. And I'll text back to my guys, cover our escape. We're going in. So Nicholas? Well, he feels that uh, he they had enough trouble taking out one chupacabra before, but these are presumably just dozens of mortals hmm. and something worse at the end. Do we know how far we need to go? Can I get a rough gauge on that? It's like a couple of floors up. It's, you know, it's a bit of a dis. It's a thousand, I don't know how to, a thousand feet, a couple of that, two thousand maybe. It's not that far, but you do have to like you do some distance. Uh, Sir Nick um, doesn't feel like these people notice him or are planning an ambush um, with his power. So he feels pretty well hidden. So I think maybe we should just stay put for a while, Jesse. Uh, I mean, these people, they're, what if some of them are brainwashed and, you know, are just like unwilling servants? Don't need to really cut down all of them. Well, I'm not saying cut down, but definitely sneak by. Gary's going to check the uh, subway schedule for the area in New York 
that the uh, GPS is pinging to. All right. So yeah, you you try to you try to like you know look at like for like you know the subway signs around you, and you do find actually that the station you're at it's marked as you know closed down or just it's been like decommissioned for several years by this point. But do trains still go through the track? Like they could probably still be using the track without stopping at the station. I'll say that yeah, you, you feel yeah, you, you're looking at it and it says that there should be something, but you'd hear nothing, it and you just... think maybe that the maze maker might be you know somehow shielding them from mortal eyes. Hmm. We could just wait for a train to go by and use its noise and interruption as a cover to go, assuming one will go by sometime. I actually have a boon called Glacial Pace, where I could slow all of them to a dead crawl for free since they're trivial targets. So we could just slow them, sneak by. Would using that alert the maze maker though to our presence? I do not know, but it doesn't even imbue legend when I use it against trivial people. I actually say that in this scenario it wouldn't be quite trivial. It's like that the whole group was after oh, you. I'd okay. say like if you would like sit on like you know one group of people, I'd say that's trivial. But if like the whole mm-hmm. if you like the whole place was chasing after that'd be you know not trivial. Okay. Just want to clarify. Part of the attraction of Scion is how the hands of fate can dictate plot and propel the action forward. Encounter-based games are interesting ways to experience tales in bite-sized chunks. If you enjoy this type of storytelling, check out our back catalog for games like 13th Age, Clips Phase, or Exalted for more encounter-based fun.